Carmel's a city in Indiana. It's a caramel apple. Okay, little Lord Fauntleroy. <laughs> Fuck you, caramel apple. What about Carmel by the sea in California? Yeah. Where Car- I want a caramel Clint, apple. Clint Eastwood's the mayor. If you walked into North Dakota and ordered a caramel roll from a cafe, you're going to get beat with a pipe. You mean a, you mean a cafe? Yeah. Fucking. A caramel apple would be like an apple filled with mm. oily beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking. Right turn, Clyde. It's like y'all up here with your pillows. Pal- no, no. Don't, don't you put that shit on me. Or pumpkins. Pumpkins, I say. No. It's an uppercut. I don't know what it is, but... Or milk. Seattle milk. Yeah. Elk milk. Elk milk. There you oh, go. Fuck your grizzly milk. Elk milk. We went down the rivers. We crossed the plains. And the USA. USA. What, what's the John Wayne animal cruelty? What oh, uh, Hatari. Hatari. Yeah, Hattari. That was well, just on the other day. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why we're suddenly talking about exploitative African wildlife movies. But. Anything so we don't have to talk about these Indian schools. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Welcome back to How the West is Fucked. How the West was fucked. Ah! We're going to talk about Indian schools. Uh. <laughs> Spill it will continue gotcha, you motherfucker. with his comic sans and lovely sounding NPR voice and I'm going to crunch these fucking corn nuts. All for the I, next hour. I like the fact that this giant topo oh, Chico Still has about the same amount of calories as a Rainier, if yeah. not slightly less. Yeah, for oh, really? a giant Topo Chico. Yeah, that's how I lost thirty pounds, man. Mm. I know you're by chugging massive amounts of uh, <laughs> <for> alcoholic <laughs> seltzer, forgetting to eat. <laughs> that too. We all know that's Passing not true. We talk about the horrible shit I eat. <laughs> anyway, well, you, you did have a good. McRib. No, uh, well, oh, mystery uh, injury too. So you must have. Did good on on that. Yeah, well, that was the dehydration and vodka that did that. Mystery injury? Oh, the hand? Yeah. Slammed his hand in a car door. I think. Did your, uh, and then fell on the back of your head? I guess. I don't know. Woke up with blood all over sheets? Well, I, no, I, I, like, treated the wound when I got home. I was like, I didn't notice shit. I, like, opened the door to my apartment and was like, oh, my hand's all bloody. What, what's happening here? And, like, my fingernail was all mangled and shit. Oh, God damn it. And it's like, Is yeah. it, did it fall off or do no, you know No, I yet? think it's going to grow back. Holy shit. All right. But, uh, yeah, I, like I said, I did proper first aid. I just, I, I must have slammed it in the door and just not noticed. Must have. <laughs> the car just drives <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame the alcohol, blame the alien abduction. That's, That's right. what did it. Yep. Every time. Either way, the yeah. alien's like, okay, now I'll slam his hand in a car door. Let's <laughs> yeah. test every possible thing that can befall a human body. So every school had a graveyard. I think we left off there. Yep. Every school had a graveyard. <laughs> of course, no numbers of actually how many died. Right. Uh, 1897, well, you know, TB was probably the main, main culprit. 
So maybe you would die later at your reservation in five years or whatever. Oh, I see. So in 1897, the Crow Creek in South Dakota, the superintendent wrote to D.C. to tell him that nearly all his students had scrofula. What the fuck is scrofula? It's like a vampire dog scrofula. <laughs> 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 and consumption. But uh, scrofula was a... L- <laughs> Save the best for last, didn't you? <laughs> it was a lymph disease, and it caused sores on the face and neck. But it wasn't as deadly as uh, TB, though. Hey, look, well, it's only almost all my kids have both these debilitating diseases. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So two years later at the Crow Creek, uh, teacher Estelle Brown, she writes, I arrived to find all the children's faces. Uh, oh, holy shit. Shiny. Yeah, that's some scrofula. Oh, Christ. Oh, the bottom right one. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, it's a little more severe. Like, I had to Google image that, and uh, it's a little more severe than Will kind of made. Oh, no, not the open one. Oh, my. Open one? Oh, fuck. Get ready, Instagram. Oh. <laughs> like a They're going to flag this shit again. That was like when I when I posted the fucking black leg disease. <laughs> but the teacher finds all the, sees the, all these shiny faces. Not shiny, happy people. Happy, like they smeared them all with faces. Vaseline to make them look. Like or like, I uh, used uh, what's the shit you spray on your tires? Well, no, oh, they, the fire tire oh, shine. Well, yeah, shine and yeah, rinse and shine, or whatever uh, it's called. Armor. Yeah, close. It's a mercury ointment that they had to put on all the Fucking, scars. Uh, with oh. the mercury shit again, really? It's the miracle cure. God damn it, dude! But uh, it made her uh, get some mercury ointment. Fight the globalists. <laughs> <laughs> but it made all their uh, faces easier to identify because Mary had a scar here mm. and Johnny had a scar. There. Oh, oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And also Mary's girl and Johnny's boy. <laughs> Probably didn't look that similar. <laughs> uh, trachoma, not Tacoma. That was a major problem. Like, t- like, like Tacoma. Yep. Trichinosis? No, that's from pork. from raw pork. Uh, yeah, it was uh, caused by a microorganism, and it caused your eyes to get all pussy. Oh. Or oh, pussy. It's a good thing I didn't misspell that. Hey, what's up, pussy eye? <laughs> Uh, Jim Whitewold uh, remembered that his vision was very bad for years, and uh, the white doctors told him his vision was just bad. Because you don't love Jesus enough, mm-hmm. right? But at least he got to go home from boarding school. Uh, two years later, his father had to, to go to an Indian woman doctor who took a piece of glass and cut off the film around his eyeball. Oh! But now he could see. So it was like pretty Wait. much... Uh, Cataract surgery with a piece of glass. The mm-hmm. fuck? She just like broke a <laughs> fucking beer bottle on Hold the still. counter. Bite down on this stick. Ah, <laughs> that's so much better, Doc. Thank you. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, 1912, the government finally checked in on it. Nearly 30% of the kids had it. Of the 133 schools, 37 had a rate above 50%. Jesus. 37? Of, of kids with pussy eyes. Mm. Buford pusser eyes. Of course, they blame the Indians for coming from filthy households. Mm-hmm. Not the disgusting conditions of the <laughs> fucking school. <laughs> nope. Uh, they also said the Indians wow. didn't trust the white doctors and preferred the traditional ways of taking a piece of class. And it's a good place to inject the story about your wife's first uh, host family. Oh yeah, that's why I was last episode I was talking about the 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 mayonnaise on the head thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. you know it's because you know 
she's from Japan, so you know she's a dirty foreigner. So Absolutely. she must have got the lice, yeah, not the scuzzy little kid in like second grade. Yeah. So yeah, when she was a foreign exchange student, her first family was like this fucking redneck ass family. Uh, the Johnson family. No. John Johnson was the guy's the the white, patriarch's name. White white person. <laughs> yes. They had two like little kids, like second and third grade or something like that, and then and then she was just like a high school kid, you know, senior in high school. Um, which I think that's pretty fucked up. I feel like you should have to have a kid of the same age that's in, what's in your family. Supposed to happen. Yeah. So she she gets put with that family. She's kind of like this. Fucking sucks. She gets used as like basically like free uh, do the dishes, do the well, laundry, uh, free uh, uh, childcare. Yeah. And uh, one day one of the kids comes home from school with lice, and so like, oh, it must have been Mari brought it back from you know. Like Japan, the Asian lands. Well, yeah. they probably didn't say we're Asian. Either. So they were like, their their answer to this shit was, uh, oh, just go get a Costco jar of mayonnaise, and we pack both the kid's head with mayonnaise and Mari's head with mayonnaise, and uh, you know, suffocate the lice. Mm. And she was like, dude, it took so fucking long to wash that shit out of my hair. Oh yeah, Did and it's just like dripping her down her fucking hair. Yeah, that yeah. Time was before she uh-huh. cut it. And yep. Poke rocked it. Yep. <laughs> And then she then she requested to get moved to a different family, and then she got moved to a different family. And they're like, but why? <laughs> You're having so good here. You don't want to go back to that dirty Asian culture from which you came with all them lies? Uh, I will say, <clears throat> I don't have a picture of it, but like the first, like, you know, they made her go to the, like, the whatever the first dance of the year is, home, homecoming or some shit. And like... Uh, they they took her to a hairstylist and she straight up had like the fucking keyboard player from the B fifty twos like beehive kind of awesome. shit going on yeah that I yeah <laughs> rock and fucking roll <laughs> the Johnson family still thought I was nineteen sixty two pretty much well, wow. I mean, come on you remember being in North Dakota in the nineties where it was still yeah. the eighties mm-hmm. for the most part mm-hmm. yeah I mean like I said you guys from Dickinson I'm from Shelton ostensibly same ish yeah situation yep. Land that time forgot. All yeah. right. Okay, moving right along. But by 1910, the campaign to improve Indian health was moved into high gear, compared to sitting still. Uh, superintendents were instructed to sleep one kid per bed. Oh. Wow. Novel concept. And to separate the infected students. Whoa. And to fumigate school supplies, probably by burning it. Yeah. And convert more to open sleeping quarters. Yeah. Some more prison style. Uh, health services experimented with surgeries on the eyeballs. I don't like the term experimented with surgeries on the eyeball. No. But no. well, at least the children were given cocaine to help. Yeah. But most most operations were successful. <laughs> most. Let me rub this pa- fucking powder in your eye. <laughs> or did the, the doctors snort they, cocaine before they, they did the yeah. surgery? Yeah. Hmm? I think they generally shoot them up with it. Oh. Mm. Like, awesome. And share the needle too, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, very likely. <laughs> Which is about the you know gauge of a fucking number two pencil. Yeah, because we oh we use them for the horses too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we can't make them small enough or they break. So you know you gotta have a sturdy needle. <laughs> They're expensive, so we only buy one a year. It's, a uh, it's like how you deflate cows. Yep. Oh, yeah. that's a fun one. Yep. What? Deflating cows when they yep. gloat. Oh, okay. They'll like you know they got the four chambered stomach. Sure. Then they'll sometimes get twists or something. I don't know really what caused it. Well. Some things they eat will cause them to like bloat up and they'll just die. They'll like inflate and die. So you got to poke a hole in them. So you poke a hole in them like a fucking smelly fucking balloon. Yeah, except you don't want them to pop all the way. So no. you got to put cellophane like tape over the spot, then you poke it. Well, they're, so they're it luckily they're the all thing covered up. in leather. So oh, that's good. Uh, 
plush Corinthian leather taking shit. The health campaign also told the kids not to borrow handkerchiefs. If you're hey, Tony, take- I just got done blowing my nose. You need this? Yeah. <laughs> Don't borrow handkerchiefs. Steal them. You keep that shit. Hey, I'm done with this gum. You want it? <laughs> Does it have uh, any flavor left? Nah, fuck it. I don't yeah, care. Just give it to flavored me. Flavored like my mouth. Uh, don't spit on the floor. <clears throat> and no snot rockets. Damn it. What kind of school so, is this? No gym teachers either, yeah, yeah. I guess. No spit wads. Uh, money uh, for health programs jumped up to 350000 in 1917. But of course, and then we get into the war and they kind of forget about all that. Firstly, the kids need to be taught English. Uh, most didn't speak it at the beginning. It's an entirely different group of language. Some Indian language made no verb tense. Some had little difference between nouns and verbs. Some Indian language had one word for a thought that it could be like a paragraph long. Like Schadenfreude. Uh, 1890, the school service said students would be punished for speaking their native tongue. I'm sure they did. Were punished long before that, oh, though. Yes. At uh, Carlisle, Pratt gave gifts for kids who only spoke English. Uh, the Cheyenne had military order and ranks. So if you spoke English, you'd get promoted to captain or, or whatever. But if you are if you spoke your own tongue, you'd get spanked or worse, I'm sure. But it worked, I guess. Well, I mean. <laughs> for the ones that survived. Yep. This is probably BS, but one teacher claimed that within six to nine weeks, kids ages six to ten could read and converse in English. If you're doing it like every day, all day, and it's like yeah, I'm sure if you're young enough, you, you'd pick it up per, it's kind of a, quicker. Not like super fluently, but well, they could probably talk to yeah, each other a little bit. Well, it's like you go through basic training. You're not like automatically a fucking sniper, but you know your way around a rifle. Sure. And also, like, uh, said it was like kids from all different tribes. Yep. That spoke different languages and shit. Yeah. So, so like the the that, one commonality they had to speak to each other was like English because yeah. that's what they're mm-hmm. getting taught. So yeah. you kind of have to figure it out or you're, you know, mm-hmm. they made fucked. Them all sing We Are the World. They also had to learn geography and find out the earth was not flat. Yeah. So, teacher, but they're show, bringing me, that show back. me where the sun falls off the edge. Uh, Luther Standing Bear said he accepted this. Uh, all their uh, stuff when an astronomer stopped by for a lecture and he said there would be an eclipse that would happen at 12 o'clock Wednesday night. Uh, the students all laughed at him, but when it did happen, they they learned. They, well, they probably also, part of their brain is like witchcraft. Yeah, you know, totally. Like, Soothsayer. But they also got to learn that nature should be controlled, conquered, and exploited. Oh, boy. I'm glad they finally learned that. Yeah, they've been existing in it for how long without figuring it out on their own? Uh, it wasn't until 1924 that all Indians were declared citizens of the U.S. And the Indian- when? 1924. Okay. Yeah, we talked about that during standing. Yeah, that's right. And they also taught him to love the white man. If somebody was bad in history, it was blamed on that one person, not the whole race. I mean, kind of. Kind of. But also, like, yeah, the one person's to blame, but also, like, the system, the system that they're, you know, brought up in. Again, you introduce capitalism to a system and it's just gonna kind of rot it from the inside out art was taught why do you acknowledge that uh, traditional indian, indian weaving and beadwork were good but still inferior to whites though oh fuck <laughs> you off. fuck you traditional songs and dances were useless though of course because oh, yeah. they had religious meaning but they replaced it with hymn singing and marching bands oh my god <laughs> fuck that <laughs> uh plays and pageants were held various version of Longfellow's The Song of Hiawatha. 
Oh, fuck you. So what? basically they're playing versions no. of white, Indian written by white, a, white versions fuck of Fuck you, dude. Oh, my God. Okay, now say how white, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about wampum and shit. Oh, like, Jesus Christ. I'm an Indian outlaw. Half Cherokee and Choctaw. My baby, she's a Chippewa. She's a one of a kind. And, of course, work was taught because you'd be expected to work well, uh, yeah, after this. You're supposed to eat. Yeah. 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 Possibly also, you're like, fucking worthless unless you're, you can't just unless you're laboring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at the off-reservation school, all sorts of jobs were taught. Wagon building, shoemaking, tinsmithing, mm. carpentry, and mostly farming. Uh, it was an aim for the schools to be self-sufficient. Agricultural students. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the girls, it was sewing, cooking, and canning, and child care. Shocking. But, so home ec. Their yeah. life is home Fuck. But some were actually taught stenography and bookkeeping. Oh, there we go. Oh. For oh, the trials for probably your cousins. Yeah, or right. <laughs> but, uh, of course, how many pillowcases would you have to, so in order to be proficient at it, and basically or just using them to make a profit off it. Sure. Quite, quite a few hundred. I can sew a pillowcase, like, right now. It won't be the best. But it'll hold a pillow. It'll hold a pillow. I think, yeah, what's what, two stitches? Something like that. Yeah. yeah just, oh, well, if you got to do a seam. You got to make a tube. Or a seam. You got to make a tube. Then you have to close the tube close on one, one end. end. That's it. At the Indian school in Phoenix, if the girls weren't done scrubbing the floor by 8 p.m., the matron would come along with a strap, and while they're down on their hands and knees, still scrubbing, they'd get whipped. Uh, so they're a pirate ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then they would take them to the bunkhouse and whip them there in front of somebody and take them to the mess hall and well, whip them in front of everybody. Well, flog them around the camp. Flog around the camp fleet, yeah. So basically, if you're doing all this work all the time, it kind of leaves the kids too, too tired to actually learn the next day. Uh, to teach the concept of private property, the students were given savings accounts and earning pay for working at the farms and shops. Hey, they're at least getting paid. How much? Not I'm much. Sure, not very much. <laughs> for There's, just for just the price of oh. a cup of coffee. Well, at least it's a step up from beads and a blanket. Or, or is it? I don't know. But It's back, a step up from just getting beaten and working for free. Well, it's definitely that, but I'm talking about like in the past, like, oh, yeah, you got all these beaver hides I really want. Uh, fuck, you want some beads? I'm not going to actually pay you for How about whiskey? Would you like whiskey? Right. So at least it's- Just give the kids whiskey? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they should have. <laughs> they at least had fun. Um, they were expected to save, but they're also taught on how to be a consumer, too. So the ads were taken out by local businesses in school papers. Businesses. Hmm? <laughs> hey there, little Hiawatha. You want to come spend some of your hard-earned wampum at Johnny's Candy Emporium? <laughs> I can just about imagine. You know. So I, I have an ad here. Uh, it said, quote, early to bed, early to rise. Love all teachers and tell them no lies. No, oh, fuck you. Study your <laughs> lessons so you may be wise and buy from the men who advertise. Holy shit. Oh, fuck. That's uh, straight from the Roddy Roddy Piper movie with, with the sunglasses. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh right, yeah, yeah. They live? They live, mm-hmm. yeah. No, you're okay. This one, real fucking ugly. Holy fuck. That is about the most on the nose. I was expecting just more latent uh, racism and, like, uh, condescension, but that's just, wow. Straight. Uh, uh, so I need to buy shit for me. Because I told you to. So at Carlisle, uh, during especially uh, Pratt's uh, time there, farmers were eager to have the kids help during the summer. Uh, most were Quakers and wanted to support the school, so they're happy to take them in for the summer. 
They weren't forced to work on the farms, but uh, they put great pressure on them to do so. Once again, you don't have to send your kids to this school. But if you don't, this is optional now, you won't be fed. <laughs> uh, Luther Stanbury actually gets to work at a, a Philly department store. Uh, Pratt talked to him and he said he'd be re- representing his whole race. Oh, and that's some pressure. And... Uh, <laughs> Prove Whitey wrong that Indians were hardworking. Wait, and Luther is this again? Is the uh, plenty kill? Man, yeah, yeah, plenty kill. Plenty okay, kills. okay. I said many kills. Mm. Multi kill. <laughs> it's just plenty. Multi kill. Multi kill. And if you fail, we might as well close up the school. That's what he told him. Oh shit! No pressure. Basically, um, he's still looking around every corner, like ex- expecting to fucking get murdered. Well, meanwhile, Pratt's like, okay, you're my star student. Don't make me look like an asshole here. Yeah, I right. don't think I can take it. Don't fuck this up or you're going to... There's a lot this of entire system going to close down. There's a lot of, <laughs> lot of people watching. Uh. But overall, the farmers gave the students high marks. Awesome. That'd actually be kind of cool, sorry, to be uh, to be plenty kills because you could just be like, you could leverage that motherfucker at that point. You're like, oh no, maybe I drop this gallon of milk. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> maybe I tell this guy to fuck himself. What do, what do I get? But uh, Pratt uh, didn't think the outing, quote-unquote, outing system in the West wouldn't work because he thought the kids might be harmed. But uh, throughout the 1890s, the outing system was pressed through the West, and the kids were exploited. Uh, They were set into the fields and lived in windowless shacks. Oh, so it's exactly like uh, migrant workers today. Yep, and they weren't included in the white family life. But they actually did earn more in a few months than what a, a normal laborer would make on a reservation, which was even less happy, happy. Joy, joy. Uh, life at the school was regimented. Bugle calls and line up for inspection and prayers before meals. And you salute the flag and marching drills and then you churched it up. Ugh. These are a few of my least fucking favorite things. I was going to say, you were like reading the like CPAC like, uh, <laughs> yeah, bucket no schedule. Shit. <laughs> like, no shit. Oh, fuck. Uh, some kids actually came in already Christianized, but most weren't. So the kids had to accept monotheism and that their God wasn't connected to nature at all and that animals didn't have any spiritual significance. So it was okay to kill everything. Just everything. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Let's make all these birds into hats. Let's make all these whales into oil. Buffaloes into belts and tongues. tongues. So church was every Sunday, but he had morning and evening prayers. Mm. Wednesday was a prayer meeting. Then he had Sunday school and Bible stories up the yin yang. Uh, but under an, an enthusiastic teacher, maybe they actually got a kick out of the, the stories because that yeah. might be the only stories they get for the whole. Yeah, whole there's thing. some pretty wild ass shit in a lot of Bible stories. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, dude. I uh, what was it? It's fucking like some librarian on like uh, Imgur was like, I had a really, really uh, boring weekend. I had nothing to do, so I, like, categorized the Bible. <laughs> she, like, read the entire Bible. I got to see if I f- have the image still. But it's like, read the entire Bible and, uh, like, put, you know, the little uh, the little tags mm-hmm. where it's, like, sticking out. She's like, all of the yellow is uh, incest. All of the red is uh, animal and child cruelty. All of the, like, you know, blue is, uh, is uh, fucking whatever. Like, it's, mm-hmm. like, rape. Uh, like uh, violence to you know children or whatever. Right. It was just like fucking ridiculous amounts of like tags sticking out of there. It's like, yeah, and this is what this is what people want in school rather mm-hmm. than whatever the fuck books they want to ban. Right. You ever play uh, Ask a Bible a Question? No. 
Well, you ask a question, it's like a Ouija board or whatever, and you just open it up and point. <laughs> and it, it would always be something that you could actually make something out of. Like, really? Was that am I, am I getting late? Catholic school? Well, that's, I never did read it. I just oh. would. Uh, just played that game. Yeah. Not I would. Uh, I might have to buy a Bible <laughs> or steal one from a hotel or something. No, because uh, uh, all our Bibles had uh, Pope John Paul on, on the, at the, at the like beginning. Like on the jacket? Like you of course, they made you buy the Bible and the, and the inside flap. So I'd break into people's lockers because it was Catholic school, so nobody locked it. Right. So I'd just draw, draw. That's not breaking in. That's just opening a locker. Yeah, just make make the Pope look like Manson. <laughs> <laughs> then put it back. Which one? Which Manson? Charles. Charles. not invented in Maryland yet. No. <laughs> not quite. He was, he was right around the corner. Oh, yeah. right. Back then, he was still on uh, the set of... Growing um, uh, Pains or some shit. Yeah, no, what was the fucking shit with Fred Savage? Savage Wonder Years, yeah. Did he play Paul in the Wonder Years? That was the... Yeah. That was the oh, yeah. And yeah, he had a and, rib taken out so he could suck, so he his, suck his dick. dick. Yep, and yep. Ted Cruz is the fucking, what, Zodiac Killer? His dad was a Zodiac Killer. Oh, yeah, but oh. Ted Cruz is something, too. No, he's not. He's a he's fucking... Eddie Munster. Blobfish. No, he's... Well... <laughs> He's the butter goblin. Mm-hmm. Yep. But anyway, they get to learn of uh, sin and guilt. Got to have that thrown on children. Oh, guilt. yeah. Uh, repo- the reformers thought the Indians, uh, Indian women were degraded squaws, quote unquote, and totally subservient to the man. <laughs> How's that different from the yeah. white women of this mm-hmm. period? <laughs> uh, Carl Schurz has called them the beast of burden. Oh, yeah. But in warrior societies, if you're you know, always at war, it's kind of important to to be a man, I guess, if you're doing the fighting and stealing all the horses. That's how you get your wealth. What makes a man? Is it the woman in his arms? Just cause she has big titties? Or is it the way he fights every day? No, it's probably the titties. Now you're a man. But it all varied from tribe to tribe, but sometimes they were had forced marriages and disfigurement if somebody cheated. But most of the time, if you just wanted a divorce, you just move your stuff out to the next yeah. next teepee, and you're all good. Bye. That's all. But in some societies, women owned the property and had political influence. Uh, they also had healing powers, too. And native religions actually had female gods, unlike whiteies. And, uh, you know, of course, Victorian society wasn't much better at any of this. Uh, school also had to teach him that sex was bad. <laughs> if it feel good, do it. And of bad. course, he had to keep the boys and girls apart, not the people who had uh, uh, consumption away from the others. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, I had to teach him that masturbation made you insane. Oh, I was waiting oh, for yeah. that. I knew it was coming soon. I was like, yeah, they keep them working in the fields and scrubbing floors and shit so that they're too tired to whack off. Right. Idle hands. To, starting to go, uh, what, uh, like... Uh, Kel- Kellogg, Kellogg yeah. style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carlisle School admitted only seven pregnancies in 1901, which is probably underreported, but it was probably wasn't rampant either. But there is a story of a girl str- strangling their newborn so they wouldn't be found out. Oh. Holy shit. Because oh, they put the fear of God into yeah, yeah, them. teach the guilt. And the- what the fuck? 1893, Pratt was visited by 40 of the jock kids. Jock. Jock. Jocks. Okay. Not French. Not a French fur trapper. <laughs> they wanted to play football. Oh, fuck. I think I heard this story. Yeah, this is kind of famous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, three years earlier, they had a team, but it was disbanded after somebody broke a leg. Well, and this is at a time when I wasn't really like Teddy Roosevelt enjoyed football. Even, I mean, there was like fucking casualties, like mm-hmm. often. It was very easy to die. And He's like, football. yeah, well, invent no, a forward pass. That's how you don't kill each other. Yeah, and well, and the game was kind of invented to like make make boys tough, yeah. but not have to go fight a war if, well, if there's no war. Same kind of shit we get with these assholes now. Like, well, if I let my five year old handle a rifle, he'd be a real man. It's like, or you know, he'll think it's just okay to grab your rifle whenever, which you won't have secured in a locker in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And then blow a hole in you or his playmates or, like, whatever the fuck. Pratt finally agreed, but he said the players must promise to be models of sport, sportsmanship and promise to beat the best teams. you got to promise to beat the <laughs> beat best, the teams. best teams. teams. We promise. What happens if they don't beat the best that teams? Is, that is literally the plot of, like, Shorzy right now. <laughs> and what are you going to do? I never, we will never lose again. <laughs> <laughs> so first year they only won one game next year they went four and four but uh, their losses were all to big colleges which at the time is funny that yale and harvard had like the big big football schools yeah that's right well that's like uh fucking that's why some of the rough riders were off the i think in harvard football teams probably yeah but the press praised their efforts so 1899 pratt needed a big coach so he gets glenn pop warner which there's a, you know, like the Little League of Football is named after him. Uh, he was tough and put him through grueling practice. He was an innovator of the game. He invented the huddle. Mm-hmm. Nobody would have figured that out. Uh, I, like, I like the idea of football coach in what, what year is this? 1899. Football coach in 1899 is tough. <laughs> yeah. That is some Popeye the Sailor Man shit Dude, going down real. Here. Like, For real. Got a glass eye, plug it to back. No, wind, it's, it's fucking uh, uh, what Rocky's uh, Rocky's coach. Yeah, only or actually, he played Popeye's dad too in Popeye the movie. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah the football coach from eighteen ninety nine was tough. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> uh, he had the idea of numbering the plays. Omaha, Omaha, double wing formation, which probably just meant it's like, why don't you go a little further away? Yeah. The body block, nobody thought of that yet. Uh, what the sp- are they doing just like hammer fisting each other in the neck? I guess. It's like mixed martial arts with a yeah. ball. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome. Royal Rumble. Uh, yeah. And the crouching start. He invented that. Oh, yeah, so you can really get a launch. Mm-hmm. And trick plays. Yeah, yeah. which they, most of those got banned like yeah. immediately. Uh, they had the hidden ball trick, but he also had on the uniforms put footballs on the front. Oh, to yes. To confuse people. See, that, yes. that should be illegal. <laughs> yes. That's a bit of fuckery. That's awesome. It's like, oh, carry a lemon around in your hand, squirt him in the fucking eye when he's finished off the vehicle. Oh, we, they would all carry, they each carry a, a newborn baby yeah, in their arms. turns into a fucking Gallagher routine. Like, <laughs> right. So Pop Warner stayed at Carlisle until 1914, and they had beat uh, all top colleges at the time. But for Pratt, it was a way to prove that the Indians could compete in society, too. But, of course, just like everything else, it gets corrupted. Well, obviously the dirty savages are going to have better, you know, they've been fighting bears their whole lives, so clearly they're going to have an advantage on the sporting field in terms of brute strength and brute cunning. Yeah, that and, uh, you know, the the football players would get preferential t- treatment, oh. if you can imagine that, Yeah, yeah. at the school. Oh, weird. Like extra rations, mm-hmm. no, uh, no back-wrecking labor <laughs> other than practice. Uh, another team in 1904 made headlines, though. They're the basketball team, Fort Shaw, Montana, 
which was lady basketball. And they beat high school and colleges, hey, college teams. Lady basketball. <laughs> <laughs> they were actually invited to the World's Fair in St. Louis and won all the games there Ooh. for astonished Wait, crowds. When was that? 1904. 1904. When the fuck was basketball invented? Not too much before that. They probably still had to get a broom out to poke it out of the basket. That's still definitely a big thing in, like, you know, in North Dakota, man. Those, uh, the, the, especially, well, both, like, uh, but basketball teams on the res do not fuck around. Nope. Wait, what? You said basketball? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, a quick Google search tells me that basketball was invented in 1946. No, that's probably when the NBA started. There, there must have been some kind of precursor to basketball, maybe called the same thing, but... It's like the, where the Aztecs kicked the heads of the... <laughs> yeah. or the rubber, actually, they kick a rubber ball, but then... Oh, you know, okay, here we go. Uh, basketball was built into the fabric of Springfield College. The game was invented by Springfield College instructor and graduate student James Na- Naismith. Oh, yeah. In 1891, okay. Yeah, yeah so 10 years okay. old, I guess. So, yeah. Why the fuck did Google just be like... Straight up, like November first, nineteen forty-six. Because <laughs> Google are Satanists. Globalists. Cool. Meanwhile, the Yankees have already been playing for how many years? Oh, probably another thirty or forty. On top of that, yeah. Indian schools had champion runners too, that they're trying to run away from school. Nineteen oh nine. Bad moccasin. <laughs> 1909, Harry McLean beat everybody in a fifteen-mile marathon in Los Angeles. In a crowd of uh, 10,000. Let me take a wild stab and say he was maybe Apache. Uh, close. Hopi. There we go. Even better. Yep. Um, Carlisle's Lewis Tawania won the silver in the Olympics in Stockholm. Of course, the book I have doesn't even mention Jim Thorpe, yeah. which everybody knows. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> but he Maybe played. you want to explain who he is for the audience that doesn't know. But he uh, played pro football, uh, baseball, and basketball. And there's a whole town named after him. Mm-hmm. Called and, Jim Thorpe? Yep. It's called Thorpe. Uh, he was a Sac Fox Indian, but he had some Irish and uh, Potawatomi uh, blood in him, too. But he wins two gold medals in the Olympics, and they take it away from him because he was playing professional ball or semi-professional or some some bullshit. Which now... Wait, know, what? Be- because he played professionally, well, they he couldn't compete the in the Olympics? Now, you, know, now, you remember like the dream team where it's like, hey, get, welcome to the Olympics, like every major NBA player on the, you know, but that used to, you're not beating, you're not used to be able to do that. So he like snuck his way into the Olympics or? No, he just probably didn't he even know do. that was that rule or whatever. Yeah. And they didn't. Uh, it's not like, come on, it's not like they were doing like background checks on people and shit. It's, you know. But the kids got to celebrate Columbus Day <laughs> about how wow. he discovered the place they were already living for in thousands Aren't of years. Aren't you so happy that he found, you know, Jesus and actually, he didn't even find that. He found, you know, his paniola. And, mm-hmm. and they also got to celebrate Thanksgiving by how the noble red man helped the pilgrims out. All downhill since. What the fuck? <laughs> and Christmas was new to him, too, at uh, Truxton Canyon, uh, Arizona. Uh, the teachers hyped up the arrival of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And then when this bearded white man in a blood red suit appears, screaming commences. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, the students thought it would uh, be a uh, quite, I probably said that wrong, but their great evil spirit. Oh, yeah, that's what I mm-hmm. So students gathered in the they auditorium. Kinda, they kind of do that on a, that Love, Death, and Robots, like the Santa Claus one. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, my God, it's excellent because Santa Claus is like a weird alien with like... <laughs> oh, like a it, like, predator barfs up, mouth? It barfs up, the, it like comes up, it's like... 
<laughs> he, like, horks up the presents in front of these horrified kids. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. That's rad. Sounds awesome. Now, what, what fucking band was that that Cody was telling us about the one time we were like, they're from, like, Finland or something? And, like, the whole tour, every time something bad happened, they would blame it on the Santa Clauses? Because fucking... Sa- Santa Claus is Finnish, right? Yeah. And in, in Finnish, like, lore, Santa Claus is more like he's, he is kind of an elf, but there's a bunch of different like different kinds of Santa Clauses, and they're kind of like gremlins where, like, yeah. when when your van fucking breaks, he's like, oh, it's the goddamn... Well, it's like, they're, like he's talking about in Iceland with the people in the rocks. And yeah, yeah. Consult, you know? Totally, yeah. But it's like, he's like, oh, the, the mechanical Santa Clauses are fucking up our van, big dicks. Well, they, like, play tricks on you and shit. Well, in uh, World War II, they like burned uh, the gremlins who were supposed to be basically Japanese. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Huh. We have gremlins in the projection booth. Could you help us? Gremlins? In this theater? Now? Okay, you guys, listen up. People pay good money to see this movie. When they go out to a theater, they want cold sodas, hot popcorn, and no monsters in the projection booth. Do I have to come up there myself? Do you think the Grimsters can stand up to the Hulkster? Well, if I were you, I'd run the rest of Gremlins too, right now. Sorry, folks. It won't happen again. Even in 1940s America, there was belief in that shit. <laughs> so the students... Which is fun. Makes yeah. life a little more interesting. Mm-hmm. Always got to blame somebody. Fucking Sasquatch. Got to open that? No. Oh. I was going to say synchronized cans. Uh-huh. I was checking his uh, coldness quotient and also then feeling the nice cool can against my forearm. Your frozen girlfriend. My, my bag of french fries and a couple of pa- patties. He's doing 24-ounce curls. So the students gathered at the auditorium, and there's a knock on the door. Oh, no. And bells and a ho-ho-ho. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> so rad Like one of the kids Just tackles him And starts strangling him What the fuck Santa, Santa Claus And the ice cream bunny Come in The ice cream bunny The what You haven't seen that The that, ice that's cream a, bunny That's a riff track the fucking ice track. cream bunny nope. Classic I don't know that one It's, it's horrifying I want the sandwich moose <laughs> uh, So Santa Claus comes in The students were silent At first And then Just scared to death Just eyes wide Like Fucking plenty, like plenty what? kills uh-huh. is like, this is it. This is the day <laughs> I die. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody stands up and yelled, uh, it's the great evil spirit. <laughs> everybody runs. I don't, I don't advocate for the traumatization of children, especially not these children. But man, I wish somebody had a camcorder for that shit. <laughs> Finally, the crowd was calmed down enough that the children's got their presents, and then the kids recognized it was just one of their teachers. Right. Holy shit. Well, I mean, come on. I, I believe most of us somewhere, at least if you're you know raised doing Christmas shit, like somewhere your parents took you to like a mall center or some shit like that. It's always a picture of you screaming as some stranger has you on their lap. Oh, dude. Like, uh, uh, my daughter's first uh, interaction with Santa Claus was like at the Georgetown like uh, uh, trailer park mall they have like an outdoor kind of like you know people have their like little selling their fucking art and shit but they had like it was Christmas time so they had you know the Santa Claus and Mari sees the guy and she's like oh shit that's one of my regulars he like he just hangs out in bars down here and he like you know uh, gets coffee at the coffee shop and blah 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 and uh, so she starts talking with him and stuff and he's like he's like you know wearing Santa Claus shit and he's like 
oh hey did you want to your your kid want to take a picture of Santa Claus we're like yeah sure and so it, I could not get a picture of my daughter without a fucking like shrieking like insane she just like ah, like freaking just the fuck be happy. out he was not accompanied by the ice cream bunny <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck it's, it's it's great on roof tracks because oh they, what the fuck is that they do his voice and the voice is when you're looking at the pictures <laughs> And somehow they're at the back lot of Pirate World in Florida, and Santa Claus is marooned on on the beach. What was that the jumble de- of fucking the, words you just the, said? The deadest of all dead shark eyes are on this rabbit. <laughs> ah, and the weird like Mitch McConnell jaw. And it's trying to drive a yeah. fire like, tr- fire truck full of kids too. Like a, like the lower jaw is uh, it's like oh, yeah. fucking a- Admiral Akbar kind of. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, it's a crap. Yeah, right. You could probably watch it on yeah, Pluto or Tubi right with now. These kids while he's driving with <laughs> Jesus Christ. Lucky unholy hell. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's why I picture every night before I fall asleep. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids even got to celebrate Indian Citizenship Day when the Dawes Act was passed. Oh, good. Oh, oh, yeah, because nobody celebrates that anymore, but mm-hmm. they got to celebrate it the day it happened. Yeah, because it, it happened that day. Sure. It's since been long forgotten. Good news, children. You're all people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, America. Now salute the flag again. <laughs> Let's go pray. <laughs> Fuck. They were prompted to chant, now we are citizens. We give them applause. So three cheers, my friends, for Senator Dawes. USA. <laughs> USA. Yeah, no USA. Ooh, USA. Ooh, ooh. Uh, Memorial Day was celebrated. And the dead were honored. Uh, some of the dead that were honored were some of Custer's scouts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the band from Fort Yates was sent to Standing Rock to the monument dedication for the several policemen who were killed trying to arrest City, City Bull. Bull. Uh, Not City, City Bull, though. No. That's Fuck when you. the police murdered them. Fuck you. Uh, most parents didn't want to send their kids away. And Indian agents often threatened to withhold rations or use police. Often when the, in the fall, a roundup would be held and the whole village would uh, basically disappear and just hide out for a few weeks. Fucking oh, Mon- you Monsanto. Like, <laughs> man, I was getting excited. I was like, oh, they get to go on a roundup. You know, like, we'll get the herd and like we'll go slaughter some bees. And, no, the roundup of the children. Okay. Mm-hmm. The reaping of the kinder. <laughs> wow, that was explosive. Uh, sometimes police were used to, to go round up house to house. No trauma there. So basically, they'd show up and it's like, "Hey, which kid do you want to ra- get? You know, send off." Oh, it's like I'm gonna keep the smart one here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the behaves. I'm gonna send off this other. Yeah, guy. yeah. This one's a problem child. This little shit right here. This one keeps setting fires, so this is probably the good one. <laughs> That's cool. You could use the U.S. government as a fucking boogeyman. Like, if you don't fucking finish your vegetables, right. I'm gonna send you to a fucking Indian school. Right. Senator, or Senator, or not Senator Dawes. I suppose it wouldn't be the threat. It'd be like. Fucking Phil Sheridan is coming, you know. Yeah, right. But the parents did fight back occasionally, though. Uh, Sometimes they would just withdraw all the kids at once or encourage running away. Kids? We don't have any kids. Yeah. Nope. My wife's barren. Bunch of uh, Groucho Marx classes on various (laughs) age children. Dress them up like horses and shit. (laughs) You could hide two kids in one horse. (laughs) Lamp. Uh, Spotted Tail withdrew all his kids when he saw they were dressed and were drilled like soldiers. Yeah. Which is, you know, kind of a sore spot. 
in Fort Defiance in uh, New Mexico, the Navajo had a real shitty uh, superintendent uh, named Waldley, or they just called him Billy Goat. Assuming facial hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, he put an eight-year-old boy in the school belfry. Oh, like like, like the, the hunchback the bell, of the bell tower. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so the kid went deaf, probably. Yeah. Well, for two days he was there, but then he let him go. But he was still wearing leg irons. School. Uh, the Navajo Navajo was found out and wouldn't let their kids go to school, and eventually the billy goat was fired. Wow. Well, that's them. Uh, the Uintas, uh, in 1900, pulled all Unitas. their kids. What? Unitas. Unitas. I think. Oh, I'm yeah. not looking at your reading, but. Uh, they pulled all their kids out for the fear of disease when measles broke out. Probably good. Yep. Uh, the superintendent heard that they were planning on burning down the school, so the cavalry was called in. Oh, for fuck. Uh, so a few of the kids went back, but then the school announced that vaccinations would be started, so everybody left after that. Globalists! <laughs> so it was uh, seen as, eventually, uh, obviously, uh, sending the kids off the reservation was uh, seen as a death sentence. In 1891, the Spokane lost 16 of the 21 kids that were sent off to the east. Jesus. Uh, 1892, many of the tribes opposed schooling. At Fort Hall in Idaho there, they built a school for 200. Uh, put like 500 in there? No, only 62 showed up. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I thought it was going to be more like overpacked. So this is the Bannock and the Shoshone there. Okay. Uh, the Indian agent S.J. Fisher, Fisher went looking for more students. I shouldn't know how to pronounce that, I guess. Uh, Fisher took the children by force, uh, choking one chief in order to do so. Like the fucking Babadook? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the Krampus? Yeah. Put children in the back? Oh, yes. Speaking of Santa and some of his associates. <laughs> so I'll take the Krampus well yeah. well before I take the ice cream, oh, buddy. Oh, oh. <laughs> we can do this the easy way or the hard yeah. way. Oh, oh. It's like a good cop, bad yeah. cop. <laughs> Santa and the Krampus. Do you like pain, Billy? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Let me introduce you to my slack tongue friend, <laughs> the Krampus. Ah. Well, actually, I'd be speaking German, probably. Yeah. This is love. It's it? hard to speak German with your tongue. Do it fight the bevacism. Yeah. <laughs> is it Brunschnickel or what's what's Belschnickel. Oh, Belschnickel. What some, is it? It's white shirt shit. Okay. Well, actually, it's real shit. But like, yeah, Belschnickel's like I think what it seems to be to me is like a toned down Krampus. They got the demon shit out of it. So it's also the guy in blackface that's still in Belgium. Swathpeet. Yeah. Well, it used to be back in the day. It was like a team of Swathpeets. There's a really good uh, David Sedaris's. Uh, uh, story they played on like This American Life every Christmas, where it's like uh, David Sedaris getting in like a conversation, I think, with like a German or Swedish or Norwegian couple about Santa Claus because he worked as a ball Santa like elf. Oh, yeah. and he's talking about like how American Santa like does all this. Like, oh, no, man, he lives in like Spain and he has a bunch of black helpers that you know, and all this shit. And if you're bad, he puts you in the bag. It's fucking hysterical. Hysterical. Awesome. It, uh, every time I've heard it like over a dozen times, and every time like I laugh out loud. So yeah, yeah. he has that one whole book of Christmas stories. That's pretty mm. good. Uh, so the uh, Fisher had the five Bannock policemen to go get some Shoshones there, but they refuse. You want anything while I'm out? Yeah, <laughs> pick me up some Shoshones. 
Yeah. How many do you want? I, wh- however yeah. many they got, man, just get them. Well, it immediately makes me think, I don't know if you've ever run into one, but on kind of East Coast, they used to make it all the way. Like, there was an abandoned one in Colleen when I was there, but, like, Shoney's is, like. Oh, Shoney's? I I've, I know of them. I've never been to one. Like, we went to one in, uh, uh, not South Carolina. We were, yeah, it was South Carolina, but it was Charleston. And we were surprised to find that it was, like, seafood buffet night. Holy shit, I've never eaten so much shrimp and devil so, crab. Okay, and so me saying that I've heard of Shoney's before, I don't even know what it is, but it's, I, it's I've heard it been basically referenced. basically like a fucking, like a Sherry's or like a Perkins kind of ordeal. But, oh, okay. But the one we had, that like we're at, I don't know if they all have it, but it had a fucking smorgasbord type setup with salad bar and shit. And the night we happened to be there, it was like fucking all you can goddamn eat seafood buffet night. All right. And so, like, you know, I'm used to... It's well, probably I mean, all expiring or something. I'm used to Great Plains, like, seafood shit, and then out here now, seafood shit. Well, this shit over there, like, they got those deviled crabs here. They take a blue crab, and you clean out all the stuff and mix it pretty much with, like, stuffing and put it back in the shell and, like, I guess bake it and stuff, and it's fucking amazing. Twice-baked crab. And then they have these little rock shrimp things and a bunch of crab. Li- oh, man, it was like... <sighs> so every time I hear the word Shoney or Shoney's, Shoshone. or Shoshone's, I always think back to I always think of baby hands but yeah well every time for me that's when I'm in the dark place but I'm trying to keep it on the light side unfortunately I stay in the dark place for the most yeah. part that's why dad drinks mm-hmm. uh, so uh, Fisher tells the uh, Bannock police guys to bring in one kid each or they'll all be fired oh, <laughs> fucking police, police quotas fantastic <laughs> so they didn't and they were all fired no what you do is you just bring in some white kids Oh, that would be there you good. go. <laughs> <laughs> you said bring in some kids. Bring in a baby goat. You definitely be killed. <laughs> Here you go, fuckface. See fuck you tomorrow. Him. But don't change, bitch. <laughs> so Fisher couldn't get any more Bannock to be cops, and the Shoshone cops refused to get Bannock kids either. Uh, also, by 1890, the ghost dance religion came to Fort Hall. Ooh, we oh, we yeah. all this shit. Yep. Didn't they have like a special shirt they had to wear? Well, there was a shirt that like it was. The selling point was like if you did the right things and stuff, it would be make you bulletproof. Oh, that's right. This, yeah, yeah. Uh, proved not to be the case for several mm-hmm. individuals. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, in 1890, Scarlet Fever hit the school and 68 kids died. Like, is that when Star- Scarlet Johansson came on the scene and everybody mm-hmm. was like, Ooh. Everybody like, swing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, at Fort Hall, the Indians were pissed that the government gave uh, more of their land away to build uh, Pocatello. Why would they be pissed at that? <laughs> to build what? Pocatello. Like a town in Idaho. Yep. Okay. Where is that in relation to Dick Shooter? Close. Yeah. Dick Shooter is probably what? Pocatello, some cowboy. 100 miles actually, north. Actually, uh, uh, you know uh, Madison, that hairdresser's down by the Vic? Comes in here once a while? Yes. She's, yes. Po- she, po- she's from Pocatello. Really? Yes. Okay. Also, that year, the school superintendent also loses his daughter to scarlet fever, so he develops a drinking problem, and he was fired. So things are going well there. Agent Fisher and Commander Morgan asked for army troops, or Commissioner Morgan. Probably wouldn't be commander until he's in the army. They asked for more army troops to get the kids to school. That's how you get the kids to school. Oh, like truancy officer is like the fucking 10th cav. Yep. (laughs) Where, yeah, probably the 7th because they're scarier. (laughs) You're late. (laughs) Uh, They asked, but they get turned down twice. This goes on until 1897. Finally, a new agent, uh, F.G. Irwin, comes in. He gets the police back out to get more students. Uh, they grab a 14-year-old who claimed to be married. 
She went kicking and screaming, and then the husband comes to school. Fuck yeah. And disarms. What the fuck are you even doing? I have a specific set of skills. <laughs> oh no shit, right? And they disarm and humiliate the police, and he gets his bride back. Oh, he, he didn't come alone, I'm assuming? Probably, yeah. But uh, this time, Irwin asked for troops, and this time it was granted, though. So September 26, 1897, 50 troops from Boise come to Fort Hall. They get 200 uh, rounds per man, and they promise scalps for their friends back home. Oh, fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. No. Two, oh, my God. The time of scalping should be fucking over, but if you're going to... Civilized shit, mm. civilize your own ass, you motherfucker. Yeah, maybe you need to go to school, fuckface. But they never get their chance, though. Oh, good. So the sight of armed troops were enough to, to get the kids to enroll. <sighs> kind of the same situation on the Hopi reservation there. Uh, the village split over the issue, and they kind of kicked out the half of them that resisted going to school. Uh, 1906, soldiers were called in to bring in the, the resistors' children. And some of the resistors were thrown in prison, their parents anyway. You keep on saying resistor, and I'm, I'm just picturing the electronic component. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm also imagining like if at a job fair, everybody was armed, and it's like, you want to be a librarian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I guess. Uh, their leader, Yokoyama, I'm what? sure I said that wrong. Right. Yeah, Japanese wrong. guy all of a sudden? Yep. Uh, he actually meets with the President uh, Taft about giving up the children. But uh, still in December 2nd, 1911, troops surrounded the village to get the kids, and they went house to house to find the children hiding in the cellars. So it's straight line, like, uh, what's his name, Alien Gonzalez type? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Horseshit. Wow. Uh, even though most schools had bars on the windows and walls surrounding it, a lot of students run away. It's okay, because they paint a smiley face and a rainbow on one of the fucking walls. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Often they have to walk hundreds of, mile, hundreds of miles home uh, without food. Uh, some were locked in jails if they were caught. At Fort Mojave, one teacher said, uh, quote, they ran away in droves. The worst offenders were the wee kindergartners. Uh, the worst offenders. What? <laughs> the worst offenders are the people that are making it f- feel like these kids need to run away in fucking droves. You fuck. Uh, so Stop they, resisting yeah, yeah. school. So one time they used a large log to batter down the door, and the whole kindergarten class escaped. What, the kindergartners, like, straight Ewok their way out of there? I'm just picturing Arnold come, uh, yelling after him. It's like... Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Kindergarten call. Oh, yeah. oh sure. But I'm but literally like picture. the two two logs like smashing a fucking yeah. uh, teacher in the head, yeah, and yeah. then they like the, all the kindergartners like. Fuck. Kids also burn schools too because that's just fun. Fuck yeah. Uh, but mostly it was just passive resistance, like work slowdowns and just kind of fucking with the teacher. Uh, Frank LaFleche, that was Bright Eye's brother from the last... Uh, flesh. Yeah, it's Spanish for, or uh, French for the, the flesh. flesh. Yeah. yeah. That's painting Hellraiser pictures or something. Really like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he had an autobiography. He said that uh, his kids loosened the stovepipe in their class. So when the whole class came marching in, the stove, smoke. stovepipe went down and hot embers everywhere. Oh, and, shit. At least they got a half day off of school. <laughs> They also uh, sprinkled corn near a weak section of the fence so the hogs would break out. Nice. Hell yeah. And they got some time off of school then. It's like some straight Ace Ventura. Come to me, jungle friends. Yeah, right. That's some fucking, like, legit shenanigans. Yeah, no shit. I like that. There's there's some uh, 
some thought and craftsmanship going into. I think the the worst thing I ever witnessed was a uh, I was in seventh grade and I went to like middle I went to grade grade school middle school out in Grapeview, in the middle of fucking nowhere out in the woods outside in Mason North Mason County. Oh, and uh, uh, we had this like our seventh grade like math teacher was just like this fucking asshole. He's like and you you could tell he used to be a hippie. He had like a big giant beard and shit. And he thought he was the coolest guy ever, but he was just sucked. And so everybody fucked with him all the time. And uh, we, uh, he was in the bathroom while we were taking a test. And somebody, like, somebody went, it was like some kid, doesn't matter who it was, went and put fucking Nair in his coffee. Wow. Nair, the shit that, yeah, like, I burns know, hair off. I know yeah. what it is. Wow. And it, it, he was, like, drinking his coffee and kind of making a weird face. And he got more toward the bottom of it. And I feel like the Nair probably, su- like, sunk to the bottom. Um, cause he got yeah, to, cause otherwise he'd be convulsing on the floor. Yeah, he, he got like, like a fucking alien he got kind of to the bottom of it and was like, like, and then just dumped his coffee out, and like you could see like it burned the fucking hair off of like the Ooh. you know bottom of his mustache. <laughs> yeah, I think what it like was doing to his esophagus and shit. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he sucked anyways. <laughs> Poison the teacher. <laughs> Uh, so some of the safer ways of getting back at the school is, you know, give the uh, teachers nicknames. I uh, think, come to think of it, I think the uh, future uh, sheriff of uh, Mason County might have done it. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that after the show. Uh, one teacher was called Miss Chipmunk because she's mean and skinny. <laughs> Chipmunks are mean? I Fuck guess. yeah, they're assholes. Well, I, I just when I went camping come last time, I come after get in my corn goddamn nuts. tent and they wouldn't get out. I just set it up so I didn't have the shit. Zipped up, so suddenly I have like two chipmunks in my climbing around. They fucked up my no see mesh a little bit with their little bastard claws. But like, yeah, they just would not leave my fucking tent alone. Bastard. But I claw. wouldn't call that mean. I mean, they were, it was some straight up cheeky Chip and Dale fucking antics for sure, but like. Well, those guys are assholes. I'm not picturing fucking, you know, a horde of piranha like chipmunks fucking defleshing you in 30 seconds or anything. Teacher was called Woman Who Makes You Scream. Well, Pornhub fucking... How the West Was Fucked will be right back. Hi, this is Snake Bliskin for Snake Bliskin's Kickin' Stack Oil Elixir and Pink Remover. You know, when I'm busy escaping New York and I need my constitution revitalized, I take me some of my Kickin' Snake Oil. It combines several of the world's deadliest vipers and some of Columbia's finest cocaine. Added with a splash of my secret mix of herbs and spices and laudanum. And voila, it's Snake Pliskin's kicking snake oil. Heck, it even prevents metric bombs from going off in your heart if you don't rescue the president. Try Snake Pliskin's kicking snake oil elixir today. It'll help you escape. Uh, girls in Phoenix called their matron Hoak. Yep. That was the name of a witch, though. You oh. idiot! But uh, Frank LaFlesh, he said they would sneak into closets by candlelight, and they would eat pemmican and tell each other traditional stories. Outstanding. Oh, where man. I hope they don't the get pem- caught. Where are they mm-hmm. getting the fucking pemmican? Is there, like, illicit pemmican ring? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> hey, man, you want to buy some pemmican? Some shit. It's, uh, suspended in actual bison fat, not that beef bullshit. Give me a couple eighths, man. <laughs> But some kids actually wanted to go once they found out they wouldn't murder you outright. Well, yeah. Well, and there's always that one kid like, hey, teacher, you forgot to give us homework. <laughs> oh, you, know? you fucking asshole. 
And some parents wanted to send their kids there because they saw the advantage of having an education. Sure. Uh, and the schools went to pains to convince them that. Uh, they put on a play about chiefs converting to the new waves, ways at the Cheyenne Arapaho <laughs> Res. like, check it out. It's called a keytar, man. <laughs> <laughs> The Cheyenne Reservation, the three tribal elders would put on would be put on a commission. They would inspect the school and voice concern from the parents of the school. Uh, basically, that's another way to convince parents to. Uh, oh, the other way to convince parents to to send their kids was to take the elders back east and show them the big cities. That's how you impress them. Yep, by, and then the elders never Chicago. Mm, check they, out all this smog, huh? Yeah, what right. Do you, think? you like smoke? Check it out. <laughs> this lake's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? That's a homeless person. What is a homeless person? Why, why, why has he in a home? <laughs> Give him why a don't, home. Why don't yeah. you take care of him? Uh, Indian leaders were also invited to Carlisle. In 1904, Chief Joseph and his former adversary, O.O. O. Howard, shared a stage. Oh, yeah. That's oh, oh. <laughs> This is awkward. Remember when you tried to kill me 20 years ago? <laughs> Man, we had some weird times, didn't we? Wild, wild, wild stuff. Wild times. Wild stuff. Uh, some parents uh, just wanted to send their kids there because they couldn't provide a home for them because maybe your wife died or something like that. Maybe one or two parents like today is like, uh, like, yeah, just get them the fuck out of here. I can <laughs> go do something else. Usually it's more an affluenza kind of thing than a... Oh, yeah. Uh, but some kids actually wanted to learn. Uh, they saw one road piled up with decayed things and another piled up with gold and silver. At least that's what they're told. But mostly all the others saw it more pragmatic views, either you know, go along to get along or you die. Yeah. Right. No, you, they saw the fucking, like, the wall of, like, buffalo uh, bones and shit. and shit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Luther Standing Bear remembers his father telling him, quote, the long knives, or the whites, keep coming like flies. So you have to learn their ways in order for you to live with them and then come back and teach your brothers and sisters. Which had some pretty pragmatic view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what... Uh, completely inaccurate. That's what, like, uh, Japan, you know, in the, like, 17, eight, early 1800s, they were, like, closed, right? Like, the country's closed. Yeah. And then... Just like now. Yeah. And then the... Country's closed. Well, it's, they're reopening. I know they're reopening. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> but they, they were looking at what was happening to... The what is now the United States and the way like the whites treated the fucking like Native Americans and they're like they're gonna come for us yeah, yeah. eventually. Hard no. So they got to a point where they're just like fuck. We need to open this country and we need to kind of assimilate now uh, rather than just be have our shit taken from us. That's why they made the movie The Last Samurai. Yeah. Mm-hmm. White savior complex again. Absolutely. 
Yeah. And the hero of the movie is Tom Cruise, an Asian man. <laughs> right? Sure. We'll go with that. Also, uh, if you if you want a, a cool picture of that, um, or, or of like a, an image of like what was going on at that time, um, there's a book I just finished. I know I'm not supposed to learn about history, but doing this podcast for the last three years, I've actually taken an interest in, <laughs> in 1800s <No>! history. <laughs> uh, but I I uh, I got through a book. I won't say read because I don't read so good, but I do listen very well. Um, don't. So I have a. Okay, not to this podcast. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm supposed to be stupid here. But there's a book called the uh, the Imperial Cruise, and it's really fucking good. And it's about uh, Japan and the Philippines and the United States during this era. And uh, Teddy Roosevelt, Great White Taft, uh, fucking Alice, Alice Roosevelt, Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Mousy, little Mousy, little Mousy. But really fucking good, 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 good book. Yeah, great. It's about the Great White Fleet. Right? Yeah, yeah. We still have to do. Uh, I don't- Got to go back to Fort Nisqually because I remember the last time I was there, I found a book on uh, Ronald McDonald, not Ronald. Yeah. Oh, the guy who's Ronald McDonald's grave. Yeah, we, yeah. Top top right corner of the Washington State. But I guess he helped the HBC open up Japan to, to yeah. trade. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. Wasn't his yeah, wife Japanese? Like, something like that. I think I read yeah, that somewhere. When, like yeah, when we found Ronald McDonald's grave on the ship, yeah, I did a cursory Google, but yeah, that's another one that. Yeah, that that I I learned I learned about that. I think I've said it before, but like in when I was in high school, my um, uh, one of my history teachers was uh, an ex um, uh, NFL guy. He was in not he wasn't in the XFL. He was in the NFL. Seahawks. He was a Seahawk. Yeah, uh, deep Mr. Dion. I know I looked this up on the show a while back, but like yeah. Mr. Dion, and we had you know the giant like pull down map in front of the blackboard, and it was like from the seventies when the yeah, school so was built. Like all the countries in Africa are very wrong. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the big United States one uh, on the the northern northeastern corner of the of Washington State, there was just a fucking square, and it said Ronald McDonald's grave, and that's it. And I was like, what the fuck? They buried a clown in Washington. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I guess he grew up at at Fort Nosqually, though, if I remember right. All right, they sure as hell did. JP Patches. <laughs> <laughs> he got buried in Eastern Washington. You said in Washington. Oh, I said Northeastern Washington. He's yeah. never died because he's always been pickled. That's right. Of all the alcohol. Fucking a. If you're a clown, you got to be drunk. <laughs> but if you're drunk, you're not necessarily a clown. But most of the time you are. But most of the time you are. Time was another factor because uh, kids, re- kids returned and said, you know, it was okay. You know, they're not going to shoot you immediately. Yeah. Uh, like the Santa Claus guy isn't going to fucking rip us to shreds. <laughs> and of course, the kids have to go home after graduating, if they graduated. But after a while, they went home. What happens if you don't graduate? They just send you home. So, yeah. okay. <laughs> but the parents don't recognize them with the short hair and modern clothing. And once they get home, they discover there's now a divide between them because now they're adopted the new culture. It's exactly what the United States wants, mm-hmm. man. Yep. It's Banking like, on it. Mom and dad, why don't we have a table like the white man do? Uh, 1890, the ghost dance had uh, spread, and the schools were worried about uh, sending kids back and getting hooked up in 
And then, of course, 153 people are killed at Wounded Knee, Dare too. to keep your kids off ghost dance. Mm-hmm. But once they get back, where do you find work? Uh, most returned to their allotments and took up farming, but basically it's rocks and, lands. and no irrigation. And you don't have any money to start up any to buy any implements or anything. Yeah, you start a scorpion stand. Yep. Scorpion salad. Catch a scorpion salad. Scorpion omelets. Well, you need eggs for that. That's why you set up a chicken barge. Well, there's no water, sir. No water. So it's just a... You can't have a... The coyote, you can't have the coy- the chickens on the land because it's just rampant coyotes. <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, so, they don't lay eggs. So, so you take what money you do have and you get the train company to haul water from uh, the Pacific to Oklahoma, where you're at, and you could build a lake. A salty lake. Then you build a fucking barge. You float it on that water, populated with chickens and eggs. But we don't have enough to feed ourselves when we're supposed to feed the chickens. <gasps> oh, the scorpions. Scorpions. Chickens. You chickens, chicken, chickens, love scorpions. Chickens. Just like I'm mad sure cow disease, you like to eat your own kind. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cause horrible brain disease <laughs> or something. Chickens can't resist the tangy flavor of chickens. chicken and scorpions. Well, I'm just also picturing like you know, fucking. I'd love if like the scorpions would impart like like venom eggs, new venom eggs, a spicier <laughs> egg for all your egg consumption needs. Spicy. You know? It's like um. Uh, it's like a you know row like salmon row. Yeah, yeah. You just put like spicy scorpion eggs on fucking on rice or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I was no, not scorpion eggs. I'm talking about like venom eggs. They're, like the chickens are laying these eggs. Oh, but, but they're, they're eating scorpions. So scorpions. That, you know, oh, like, they have like, scorpions put, inside. Flamingos eat a bunch of shrimp. So yeah, yeah, pink, yeah. So the, the 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 chickens turn venomous, and it gives the uh, the egg yolk kind of that venomy tang you've been looking for <laughs> in your all your culinary preparations. I don't see any holes in this fucking <laughs> plan at all. All right, where no the flaws. fuck were we? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So if you go back to the reservation you, and you try to open a, a tailored suit shop, you're probably not, not going to go go far. Yeah. Yeah. But the reformers sang the praises of the schools for the most part. But in March 1886, the House debated in the Indian Appropriations uh, Committee. Indiana Congressman William Holman reported on his uh, committee findings. He made the shocking charge that once kids returned home from the schools, they reverted back to barbarism. Just cutting people's hair? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, it was all the rage. You know, was like, hey, look, Mom, Dad, like, they cut my hair. I survived. It's fine. Like, sit down in my chair. I, it's I, called I, barbarism. Yeah. Let me shave you. And they still painted their faces and wore moccasins. Clutch your pearls. Uh, he mentioned the one case of a Lakota named Plenty Horses who went to Carlisle and then returned home. He found his training useless and joined the ghost dance, and he was there for Wounded Knee. Uh, January 7th, 1891, he and several warriors encor- encountered Lieutenant Edward Casey. This is after Wounded Knee. Yeah, he was there uh, on a diplomatic mission to ease tensions. <laughs> like... How do you like, think that worked for him? Here's some bagels, like, sorry about the massacre. Like, <laughs> I brought donuts and coffee. Gift basket. It's got turtles. <laughs> of course, they shot him in the head. No. But Plenty Horses was acquitted because they were at war at the time. Yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Get a jail-free card. Uh, schools did their own reports on former students. Uh, they were more positive than negative for some reason. In 1899 or 98, Carlisle said that only 17% of the students were disappointments. Disappointments. Yep. Uh, They attacked the fact that most students left after the equivalent of grammar school, their opponents. 
But in 1892, the Hampton School, only 31 of the 318 former students graduated. It wasn't until 1889, uh, what, that's probably 10 years, that Carlisle awarded any diplomas at all. Oh, so you had no proof you actually had an education? Well, nobody graduated in oh. 10 years. Oh, Damn. I, <laughs> I thought they were just like, yep, you graduated, get the fuck out. Bye now. But it gets a little bit better after... Uh, 1909, uh, after about 4,000 students, 532 graduate. So that's about eighth, eighth of the people. I love graduate. that it's like no one graduated in 10 years, but it gets a little bit better. Like yeah. one guy graduated. Yeah. <laughs> and there was much rejoicing. But the reformers were angry because they included runaways and deaths in the non-graduating column. Yeah. Runaways and deaths? Yeah. Well, it's like fucking gun violence statistics. Like, well, okay, there's how many, like, blah, 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 people get shot a year. It's like, well, how many of those are cops shooting people? Well, we don't, we don't, we don't know. We don't, don't track, we don't track that data. We don't uh, track that data, exactly. Uh, some blame the reservation system itself. Uh, they thought they would fix the problem uh, by not having them go back to the reservation and just go directly into the white world, which is easy. White world is that like West world only just every <laughs> <laughs> this is a boring <laughs> vacation. Quinoa and Would probably. you like a mayonnaise sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> it has like cheese and some Kenny G. <laughs> uh, 1917 with WW1. I guess they didn't know. Well, they 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 knew at the time another one was coming. I guess if they called it WW1 at the time, they did not. They called it the Great War. Oh, and they called WW2 the Greater War. Mm-hmm. We're about to have the greatest war. We're going to have the less than war. <laughs> what about the, the terrific war? Just just terrific. Fabulous Fantastic. War. I want the fabulous war. Fabulous war. It's like RuPaul riding on a fucking <laughs> oh, like, hell yeah. glitter and shit. Fucking Feather boa riding on a fucking, like a, you know, triceratops. Fuck yeah. So 6,500 Indians were drafted. 6,000 volunteered. Which well, is now it. that they're citizens, they get drafted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, just in time. <laughs> Shit, we better make these motherfuckers people. Right? No, that uh, a- uh, after in 1919, uh, the Indian service were granted, uh, any, any Indians in the service were granted citizenship, which was five, the, five years before in 1924 when they actually were granted oh, citizenship. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. But a whole bunch Some came from- fucking, like, Heinlein shit, dude. It's like uh, uh, Starship Troopers. Yep. Yeah. Service grants citizenship. But uh, it was a higher rate than other ethnic groups, obviously. And a whole bunch came from the boarding schools. But for Indians, they wanted to continue their tradition of being warriors. Because their grand- grandfathers fought against Custer and all that good stuff. Cool. You, uh, tell me more about this uh, Kaiser Wilhelm. But uh, 5% of the native soldiers died compared to 1% of the overall soldiers. So they probably stuck them in front. Oh, yeah. So in 1902, the Indian Commissioner William Jones ordered all Indians to cut their hair, even though they were probably doing it. Plural marriages and heathenish dances were forbid in the 1890s. They'd be forbidden again after they showed Elvis on the Ed Sullivan show. Yeah. The, o- the only way you can have plural marriages is if you, if you believe in Jesus and you subscribe to fucking this cult well yeah duh (laughs) but if you don't believe in jesus you can't and you don't subscribe to this cult you cannot have plural marriage yeah well fuck you but at least in 1895 if you graduate you get to work in the indian service so now you could be assistant teachers to assistant to the teacher Mm mm-hmm 
some former students used the white man's power against them and actually wrote books on their experiences in the school system and exposed it. Awesome. Also, at the end of the 1800s, the peyote religion. Oh, yes. That kind of took hold. That kind of borrowed a little bit from Christianity, too, and a little bit from traditional beliefs. But in 1918, it was proposed to outlaw peyote, but it failed. Uh, You must strip all meaning and joy out of your life. And, of course, Pratt forbade it, but it helped the students who returned back to the reservation to The children should just slip some peyote in Mm -hmm. Pratt's. Oh, my God. Dose that motherfucker. Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, just dude. sit and explain to him stuff while he's like, yeah, <laughs> I get it now. Uh, 1901, the Commissioner of Indian Affairs, William Jones, began his annual report by saying that the Indian policy was a miserable failure. Uh, a lot of Dear problems. Congress, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I suck. <laughs> but in 33 years, the government spent $240 million to civilize the Indian and they were still mostly living on reservations and still wards of the state. $45 million was spent on education of 20,000 youths. Though the youths returned to the reservation, schooled, it didn't change anything in the society at all. Because there's no fucking jobs. Mm-hmm. Still a problem. Uh, Joan, where you go? Yep. Some place is getting a little bit better. Uh, Joan's successor, Francis Ellington Lupp, L-E-U-P-P. How do you pronounce that? Lump. U-P-P. Uh, he was a friend of TR, and he worked to fix the agency. Uh, he thought Carlisle's approach was all wrong. Uh, he thought breaking the bonds of kids and the family was wrong for some reason. No shit. Uh, he thought to go through the hearts of the elders, so Lump thought a more gradual apo- approach was needed, but you this is what? 30 years in. I don't know if you're going to talk about this, but you know who else was a big advocate for that? Who? One Buffalo Bill Cody. Oh. And did you know, in your reading, did you talk, talk about, like, uh, fucking Carlisle Dickhead's uh, relationship to Wild West shows? No. Oh. Oh, my. Oh, Pratt? Yeah, Pratt. Well, he was actually friends with Bill Cody, apparently. Oh. And he actually had Buffalo Bill's Wild West show play at Carlisle Whoa. one time, even though he was opposed to Wild West shows because it's just... You know, well, it makes them look like barbarians, and it like you know, it's it's basically you know, wait. Bill Cody's was, show came to the fucking Carlisle school. Yes. What? Yes. How did the kids like it? I'm, I'm sure, sure it was exciting because cool, they were like, "Hey, this is what my grandpa used to do." Kind of like, well, like Whoa. Bill. Well, Bill Cody's thing was like, "Look, man, we just leave them alone, like long enough, let them do their thing. They're eventually gonna be like." Hey, what's what's this like typewriter about, or like you know what's sure. it, you know it's just going to happen naturally. naturally. Kind of happen, yeah. Instead of like you you know at the barrel of a gun must do this kind literally, of literally, yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, founder of child study movement uh, guy G. <laughs> Stanley Hall. He found the school cruel, and he said, "Why not make a good Indian rather than a poor imitation white man?" <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Wow, that's a fucked off way to say that. I care. Here's a really fucking weird I, racist way to say this. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Can I get like a half a pound of imitation white man? <laughs> <laughs> you know that's not made of real white man, right? That's yeah, just mostly mackerel and pollock. Pollock and egg protein. No, I know, I know. I like it better than real <laughs> yeah, yeah. white man. Uh, but Hall also thought the Indian was incapable of moving past their cur- current condition. That's nice. Right, because he doesn't I believe their people. I always like, moving past. It's like, oh, you're not industrialized enough. You must be a piece of shit. You know, like. Right, you must not be, like, 
a human. Right, but I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, uh, if you look at, like, even just, like, uh, you know, Europeans on this continent, you know, fucking, it's not like the pilgrims were motherfucking running Microsoft and shit, you know, like, so, progress, 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 progress. Oh, wait, now, oh, shit, we're out of trees. Oh, fuck. Like, you know, like. Yeah. And meanwhile, another culture has been, you know, and there's trials, tribulations, and there's all sorts of shit, but the fact that they're not building, like, uh, well, in some cases, they are building, like, massive fucking cities and shit like that, but the fact that they're not, well, what the fuck? They're not, you know, raping they're not, everything for the... Yeah, they're know, not raping the land the way I, like... Have been taught to do. Exactly. But but you could maybe learn something from each other yeah, yeah, and well, integrate together. Maybe instead nope. of, like... Well, and like, you know, in s- small ways, like, increasingly, like, it's the emphasis is more on, oh, shit, we need to preserve some of this stuff. Yeah. But there was just... N- just such a shocking lack of like, oh yeah, well, and a lot of it was like the old idea that God would never let a species become extinct. Yeah, bullshit. Like we can hunt this to extinct. There'll be more buffalo on some undiscovered continent somewhere else. Yeah, well, you know? and and that's that's part of my problem with fucking I get like certain organized religions where it's just like, oh, I'm gonna make an excuse for my actions, yeah. right? Oh, I get God. God doesn't make mistakes, yeah. and there's a plan. It's all part of the plan, so I can fucking do whatever I want. Right? I can, you know, whatever. Yeah, someone who you oppose, what they're doing that you don't like, yeah. is not part of God's plan. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But how is that? Because bullshit. <laughs> what? Yeah. what? But you go to the same church. What? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> totally. There's there's a small part of uh, of church that says you know respect your neighbor love love thy neighbor i don't know if you ever heard that but that seems lost on a lot of people too i just shit out my wallet you did it's on the floor it's got a prolapse colon no oh prolapse wallet prolapse wallet and these uh (laughs) small pockets on this particular pair of pants coupled with this folding chair don't join the peruvian army i guess peruvian army pants baby they said these are a lot thinner and nicer in the hot weather than my Cool guy, Norte Americano, like still traditional, like army shit that's too hot. Big butt, deep pocket, that kind of shit. Yeah, I do love that ZZ Top song. For my ass, small pocket. Yep. Shit your wallet out. Of course, the CIA gave him gave him those pants in the eighties to to kill some cocaine dealers. I'm sure when I was like fucking twelve. Yep. Yep. CIA is like the Ross of of uh, military outfitting. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, this didn't test positive with our government, so we'll just send them to sell them to someone else. Sorry, Will, you're getting out of point. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, so after 1901, they thought it would give them more vocational training to, to assimilate them a little quicker. I'm oh, teach welding you class. To do some jobs. You mm-hmm. will never get hired in white society because racism, and we won't have any stuff. You know, for you to do on your res. So. That that was the other thing I was thinking about too. It's like, <laughs> oh, we're going to teach you how to do a job in white society, except that most people are going to shun you because you don't look right or whatever. I hate it. Like, you know, it's one of those things where my own dad, like, uh, is one of those things, like, where you know he was not terribly racist person, but for some reason just had a chip on his shoulders about the natives. You know, North Dakota, like, and it was like, it's like, oh, they're bitching about this. They like, it's like, it's like, well. You know, if you had a position, a native guy came in and, like, asked you for a job, would you hire him? Well, no. It's like, well, why not? Because they're fucking lazy. It's like... See? Preconceived notions. Right. It was like, well, or... So this guy's trying to work, though. 
slowly, 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 we kind of chiseled through the... I was raised by my grandpa, dude. My grandpa, like, same fucking, same shit. Like, rural area, you know, old guy. And, like, same ideas. And, uh, again, as an adult, I've, like, chiseled away that shit as as you go along. You have to. Well, and it's just, like, the, the, the shit where, like... It doesn't make any sense. Like, why don't they just do this? Well, would you? Would you hire them? Do this? Well, no. Well, that's why they don't. You know, <laughs> yeah. They, there are no why opportunities. Don't you just get a job? Well, we, would you hire him? No. Yep. That's why he does not have a job. Exactly. <laughs> well, I remember my dad saying, like, you know, would he take people out to the lake to go fishing? It's like, no, you don't have to worry about Indian tax anymore. It's it's nineteen sixty five, so right. <laughs> Even as late as that, people are still... Well, and then let's Damn. talk about that whole ass fucking lake that... Oh, here's a, like here's actually some nice bottom land along the uh, Missouri River nope. where you can farm and stuff like that. Oh, fuck you, we're going to build a dam. Move up to the tops of the hills where it's all wind blasted and like the mm-hmm. soil's shittier. Badlands, basically. And then also, uh, you don't get to let your cattle drink out of the lake and you don't get to irrigate out of the lake. Mm-hmm. And so that was the case for a very long time. Jesus I think, you know, Christ. Um, well, and now, I'm, you know, of course, I'm talking about uh, was uh, the three affiliated tribes up there. Uh, what's that? Right Mandan, Hadassah. And Rikara. That's Berthold. And, uh, well, now joke's on them. Cause I, uh, well, not on them, on, like, uh, shit. Cause I'm like, yep. Now you're like, on oh, there's a giant, there's a giant fucking oil boom. Cool. You can't drill on tribal lands. Well, you sure you don't want to give us a lease? No, we're gonna do it our fucking self. Yep. You can fuck yourself. <laughs> we build a refinery and stuff like that. And, we're know. here because you force us to be here. Yeah. You go Get through fucked. like Mandarin and and stuff and like, I mean, yeah, it's it's a completely different place than I remember from back mm-hmm. when I lived in there. I mean, it's a it's kind of good to see. I'm sure, you know, there's still problems and stuff like that, but it's it's nice seeing some prosperity in that area, so. I re- well, when Standing Rock was going down, all the protests, you know, even people there is like, oh, they're just mad they didn't get any of the oil money. Yeah, fuck it's like, well. No, they're they mad don't... that they diverted the pipeline from going through fucking Bismarck to make sure that it was yeah. south of Bismarck. Mm-hmm. And so their water gets fucked up, but Bismarck's doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, and well, last time I was home, is still the thing, I guess, uh, want to hear like you know people like you know because i got prairie nights down there the casino and like there's still a bunch of people bismarck like boycott it and shit like that they just won't go there because of the pipeline protest so all right well, and they I, fail all the time yeah my brother used to well, that was just natural gas but yeah all the time shit happens yep it'll be it'll be awesome when the, the alaska pipeline if they because that's that's what 50, 60 years old now. Yeah, and it's already leaking in a bunch yeah. of places. But the thing is, with Alaska, it's not next, not normally near somebody's town or something like that. Yeah. It'd be like, a, you know, they might be able to detect a pressure leak or something like that, but it could just be filling up a meadow or like, you know. Yeah. Dick Prennicky's fucking cabin. Yep. But the caribou like it because it's warmer. Yeah, it's warmer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's anyway. bring it home. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. So, uh, Loop, the guy, he says, uh, give them more vocational training because they don't really need to know all the mountain ranges of Asia. But he said they can work as common laborers working on the fringe of front oh, of the frontier economy. fuck off. This is a progressive guy. Well. Uh, another reform was to put at least a little Indian culture back into the teaching, even though after 30 years, everybody 
has forgotten it. But Agent White Man's going to pick what yeah, that which fucking is, yeah, which is why is. there's so many languages that are well it's starting to be a resurgence apparently. But like there's a lot of languages that were almost extinct, you know, mm-hmm. due to this shit. Uh, he encouraged Indian arts and crafts. Uh, also, Loop uh, let the schools move back to the reservations, except for maybe a few off the res for for higher education. There, he also built bird cages. Sounds worse than it is, but basically open air schools because that would help with the consumption. Oh, but they oh. still had wire ceilings, though. Gotcha. All right, I was imagining like Mike Tyson comes and shows them how to fucking wrangle pigeons and shit. Right. So they had wire ceilings because a canvas could be rolled over when it rained. There you go. And he even wanted portable schools for the semi-nomadic tribes. But with the reality of finding teachers willing to go along with that, it, it kind of shut it down. Dude, that sounds like an awesome, like, fucking Actually, summer project. Right. You yeah. know, like, hey, guess what, kids? We're going to spend, like, three months uh, roaming the uh, Great Plains and learning uh, how to read, write, and arithmetic, and also enjoying the... Uh, you know, native plants and animals that your forefathers uh, built their entire lives around. All right. Now, draw draw a bison, cut it out of cardboard. We're going to stick it over here. Yeah. Now, if you look over there, that's where a, you would have seen you would have seen a giant fucking <laughs> group of bison <laughs> running around. Uh, also, they want to ship uh, ship them off to public schools. They finally figured this out. So they offer additional money to public schools if they took in native students. But it was slow, obviously. I'm sure the parent, parents, uh, teachers, or the, what do they call it, the, the school board? Maybe PTA, like, yeah. If we let in these... Oh, my God, kids, dude. Like, uh, my children, I didn't bring my children here to get scalped. And, and imagine, like, I mean, I got fucking bullied in school. Oh, yeah. And I'm a fucking white dude. Like, yeah. I couldn't even imagine, like, in the that time being a fucking native kid trying to go to white school. Oh, Jesus. 1896, there was only 303 Indians in public schools. Slowly, they went from the boarding schools to public schools, though. By 1925, 8,500 kids were in boarding schools, 34,000 in public schools, and then 10,000 in the reservation boarding schools. Uh, Pratt criticizes the Indian Bureau in 1904, saying the Indians would be better off without it, which is right. He wanted people off the reservation and thrown into white civilization, though. Uh, Just like... Once again, like, you know, eh, by this point, like, a lot of people at least have been around some stuff enough, but there's got to be, like... What year is this? 1904. Oh, oh, four. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming, but, man, that's a broad assumption, but I'm assuming most people at least had some, like, English going on, and, uh... Yeah. But also the thing is like, oh, here's white society. Oh, I'm sorry you don't have a pot to piss in and you're broke as fuck because we haven't given you unerable land and no way to yeah. do it. Yeah. But he was uh, contradicting the gradual approach that Loop was uh, pushing. Uh, later that year, Pratt was informed he was no longer needed at Carlisle. No, no darn. But after Pratt left, the school really started to go downhill. In 1913, the students signed a petition uh, to look into the conditions at the school. Uh, Moses Friedman was in charge. He had worse food and increased drunkenness and fornication. So it's Animal Is it House? Drunk yep. fuck school? Mm-hmm. Sick. But Sounds like my old house. Yeah. He just didn't care about his students, and they hated him. He called the students savages, and they called him uh, Old Jew and Christ Killer. <laughs> oh, oh, there you Well, there's the back. 
Oh, There's the backblast from teaching them Christian nationalism yeah, right there. there you go. <laughs> Boom, shots fucking fired. What the fuck? Damn. And students were also fed up with the special treatment the, the football team got, the jocks. They got presents and cash. Uh, Pop Warner, though he was a great coach, didn't have the support of the jocks either because he swore at them and beat them because he's a football coach. Well, he said the toughest football coach in the well, East. Like, yeah. And he gambled on the games. Oh, good. Oh. And this is the, I'm sorry I used this, but he scalped extra tickets. Okay. Sorry. It does have that new connotation. It's, it's, yeah, it, yeah. I think you can get away with that. Uh, 18-year-old Julia Harden, she was whipped by the band leader. What? Band leader was sometimes the disciplinarian at the school. Oh, Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Damn, I was in the fucking marching band. Yeah, with that baton. Yeah. Damn, that's why they carry that shit. Yep. This is good a, thing I was excellent this at saxophone. Keep time. This is a threat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shows you what. I lift it up every beat. Yeah. We'll fuck you up yeah. if you miss a fucking note, <laughs> bitch. This can be your anus. This can be your anus. Uh, she had signed out to to go out, but they didn't give her no, enough notice. So she said she needed some time to pack, and the matron came to supervise her packing to get her to the train as soon as possible, but she refused. So the uh, band leader, Stouffer, uh, he slapped her. Uh, he jerked a board from a windowsill and punched her to the floor. Jesus. What the fuck? And the matrons held her down while Stouffer beat her in the head. But eventually Stouffer and Friedman were fired. Like ripped a board off the window to fucking to beat her this with. kid? Like fucking straight Hulk smash and fucking... Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, later, Pop Warner moved on to other coaching jobs. I'm so. imagining, because it's the band leader, so I'm imagining them with, like, the fucking epaulets and the, yeah, like, the, whole uniform. The, the, the big fucking, like, like ostrich plume yeah, coming off the hat. And... Worse. <laughs> I was going to beat you with my trumpet, but I already paid for this. I, yeah, this... I'm going to yank a board off the windowsill. Uh, Oscar Lips came to fix it up. Oscar Lips? Yep. Here, guys, what's hot, up? Hot dog lips. Oscar Meyer lips. Oh, yeah. Oscar <laughs> Wiener Mo lips. Uh, I'm just thinking of Arby's, but that's that's a step up from that. <laughs> I love Arby's so much. It's I know it's terrible, but I love Arby's too. Horsey I mean, sauce can lick my fucking butthole, but like uh that Arby sauce, oof, it's so has. good. So good. Unfortunately now we have to drive such a distance to find one. I know. The one in Port, Port Orchard's always lined up around the block. That and the Taco Bell on the same the street. the closest one to here is either Edmonds or... Federal Way or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they used to have the two in Soto, but they went tits up. I don't know. You know what sucks? Like, the kind of the, the worst crime during COVID, in yeah, my like opinion... Catalytic converter theft? Nope, not even that. The, the last Arby's in uh, Georgetown turned into a fucking drive through Starbucks. Ugh. I know where that one is. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. Um, there it's was some one by, by my old house when, you know, when I lived in the warehouse. Oh, yeah, yeah. That fucker, uh, I think, got converted into a Mexican place, which actually I'm still actually curious to try. But, man. You try curious? Oh, I just want fucking, literally right now, all I can think about is fucking beef and cheddar like and some curly fries. Yeah. But I can't get to Edmonds. Anyway, we gotta we, we gotta get going here. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot we gotta land the plane. Oh, 
Uh, Carlisle was closed in 1918, but it was closed on the pretext it was needed for soldiers returning from the war. war. Which is because there was a bunch of broken bodies of soldiers (laughs) returning from Oh, wow. What a thought, taking care of soldiers after they've been through some fucking traumatic shit. Well, here's the thing is, Carlisle had been army barracks before. Yeah, yeah, it and was. It, yeah, yeah, and they converted to the school, and it, you know. And now, you know what it is now? Are you going to talk about what it is now? What is it? It's the Army War College. Oh, yeah, it is. War College? Yeah. What does that entail? You'd learn about how to conduct a war. Okay. Like logistics and, and a supply one, and, and, a two, and tactics. And a three, and a four, and a doom, doom. Army War College. Yeah. Which is, they've got more stuff like that. Uh, well, what do they call it? The, the one that... Uh, Tony Machine Gun Thompson works that down in Fort Leavenworth. That's also L War College, but I think it's different level of it. Like, I mean, basically, it's like teaching officers how to how to officer how to officer more efficiently and gooder. First step is you take off your stripes so you don't get shot or, or something like that. If you have stripes, you're not an officer. You're uh, or are you a person? You're like me. whatever, yeah. whatever, yeah. How to take off your foxtails hanging from your fucking lapel? Uh, the Hampton Institute, that was the one with, that was mixed with uh, black and Indian students. That ended in 1912 when Congress just shuts off its funding. Congress is like, and scene. Yeah. <laughs> 1920s, John Collier gets involved with reforming the Indian system. Uh, he and Lewis Merriman gave a detailed report on the Indian Bureau, and it sucked. The critic? Yeah. It stinks. <laughs> Uh, Jim Thorpe, his third wife, who, unknown to the rest of the family, had his remains shipped to Pennsylvania. This is from Oklahoma, probably. Uh, where the towns of East Mockchunk and Mockchunk, because there's a lot of Welsh in Pennsylvania, I guess, from all the mining. I guess. Uh, they were looking to attract business. So he, they pay the third wife to bury Jim Thorpe in their town and rename the town Jim Thorpe. Oh, though he had never been there. The town is called Jim Thorpe, mm-hmm. not just Thorpe. Yep, just Jim Thorpe, I Pennsylvania. I keep on thinking about Thorpe, Washington, where there's, you know, you're on I-5 there. Mm-hmm. They have a dope-ass antique store in that big barn with the uh, with the farmer's market. Oh, down. yeah. Cherries and whatnot. Yep. Oh, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So he had never been there. In 2010, his son Jack sued to bring his remains back, but the court said the town of Jim Thorpe was now a museum, and he got shot down. The town is a museum? Mm-hmm. Awesome. It's like Virginia City, Montana. Yep. Yep. So I guess that's Indian schools, more or less. Okay, well. That was but, not where I thought you were going to end, but okay. But they still probably killed a well, lot like of people. Well, like I said, still like a... Uh, well, when you got a school with a fucking graveyard, there's a problem. Like, I've I've, I've been to many schools. None hmm. of them had a graveyard. Not even the Grapeview one. Hmm. Out uh, in the middle of fucking nowhere. Is, I want to see... Out on the way to the fucking cabin, out out in the Badlands, there's one of those like one room prairie schools. We got to talk about those sometime too, oh, like yeah. the actual like the white kid schools where it's the one room fucking. Oh, Grapeview, Grapeview School. Um, before I went there, used to be a one room school. That property yeah. was a one room school with a fucking football field. Yeah, that was it. Football field? No, no, no. I'm talking like blasted prairie. No trees. No trees. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. There might be the remnants of what might have been a swing set at one point, but either way, there's one of those old like left or one room schools that has a fucking graveyard behind it. I don't think it's for the school. 
it just I happened to be well, there. There's no community. It's all a bunch of ranches. That's why they'd have these. Right. You want your kids to get educated. They got to like ride a horse or walk into the fucking thing every day. Like hear stories about like, yep, each horse would bring a lump of coal. So we'd all contribute to warming up the building, you know, that kind of thing. Because otherwise our ink would be frozen. It's mm. fucking communism, dude. Yeah, I know, huh? It's mm-hmm. almost like uh, North Dakota used to have a, uh, you know, some socialist tendencies going on. with uh, <laughs> Socialist with utopia. That's why I don't live in North Dakota, no, dude. It was a nonpartisan league back in the day. Yeah. Hide from McCarthy eventually. Anyway, that's a story for a different time, kiddos. Uh, I think this has gone on long enough. Yep. The Red Scare, part two. Yep. <laughs> oh, shit. The ongoing. Uh, anyway, like, yeah, so Indian schools, what do you think? Cool. I mean, no. pretty horrific. I mean, not cool. Pretty pretty horrific. It's just cultural genocide. Not genocide genocide. <laughs> The culture war started with the Indian wars, man, or the Indian schools. Well, like, uh, I'm, a so- I'm a physical conservative, not a social conservative. Yeah. I'm a physical conservative. Yeah. I just want to make sure, like, all the money. Yeah. I've, we're not going down that road. Uh, yeah, otherwise we'll be here for another fucking hour and a half. Yeah, and I got to piss like a racehorse. So, um, with that. There's all the information you need in your earballs, and we have to go... Because my girls need me. And I need to deliver ice to your business. Oh, that is true. You got to get ice to the business. Ice, ice, baby. That's right. Stone cold. Yep. Sto- that, no, that was Marshall Mathers. No. Anyway. Or, no, no. What's uh, Rob? Zombie. Oh, Rob uh, Van Winkle. No, Van Winkle. Winkle. Yeah. Gives a shit. This has gone off the rails badly. No shit. So we should probably go out in a hail. Uh, Vanilla ice fire. Yeah. Gonna rock the town without being seen Have you ever seen a turtle get down? Slamming and jamming to the new swing sound Yeah, everybody let's move Vanilla is filled with a new jack groove Gonna rock and roll the place With the power of the ninja turtle bass Iceman, you know I'm not playing Devastate the show what the turtles are saying Ninja, ninja, rap Ninja, ninja, rap Ninja, ninja, rap Go, 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 go Go ninja, go ninja, go Like a ninja 